What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Press This WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. I'm your host, Anthony Bruchel. I'm a WordPress core contributor and a WordPress innovation developer at WP Engine. Uh, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or iHeartRadio, uh, or you can download the latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm. So today, we'll be talking with Scott Deluzio about a broad range of topics ranging from community involvement to health, to mental health and freelancing, and, uh, and Scott's actually a soldier. Uh, and as a soldier, Scott brings a unique uh, perspective to the development world, and we'll talk a bit about how that experience equipped him in a career of freelancing and product development. And we'll also touch on things like WordCamps and, uh, and kind of how you can get involved in the community. And, uh, and, and I'd like to take a big portion of our, uh, of our talk to uh, uh, focus on like how mental health plays an important role in our work lives. And uh, yeah, so with that, Scott, are you with me? Yes, I am. Yeah. How are um, you? <laughs> I'm do- doing good. Good. And thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're just coming in from, uh, from Denver, right? And that, correct, yes. How was the WordCamp? Uh, WordCamp there was great. Uh, I, I love I love that WordCamp. It was very um, very well organized, and um, uh, you know one of the things that was was kind of unique to that WordCamp that I haven't really experienced at any others was uh, um, it's kind of a silly thing that they did there. But uh, Sticker Giant was one of their their sponsors, and they had this this uh, the world's largest sticker ball. I and saw that. <laughs> they actually had like a Guinness World Record, like the certificate or plaque or whatever it was uh, with it and everything. And they, they allowed us to, you know, add stickers to it. So it's like, I guess every sticker that was added to it was breaking the record, which is kind of neat. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Oh, so. cool. Well, so let's, before we, let, let's get started with, uh, uh, on, on the Press podcast, we always like to ask about WordPress origin stories. So let's go ahead and start with that. What is your story? 
Yeah, so um, when I was uh, back in college in the early 2000s, my dad was starting a business, and uh, at the time I asked him if there was anything I could do to, to help him out, because he was he was uh, just going solo, he was on his own and, and everything, and so he said he needed a website, and I, I said, well, I, I don't know how to do that, I've, I've never built a website, I don't know HTML or anything like that, so, um, so what he told me was just go buy a book and figure it out. Uh, so I did, and I ended up using Microsoft front page um, and made a all static HTML uh, page website for them. Uh, by today's standards, the website probably looks very um, outdated, but um, it's not in use anymore. It, it's uh, you know been updated significantly since then. Um, but after building his site, I decided to start a blog. You know, I just had you know like anyone else had thoughts and you know on things happening in the world and whatever and. Um, but my knowledge was limited to basically front page with how to make a, a website and anything. So basically every blog post that I wrote was a static HTML page, and it was it was tedious to uh, kind of say the least. Yeah. Um, and so I realized at one point that there had to be a better way. So I started you know just doing a you know a search around to to see what I could come up with, uh, and I, eventually I came around to uh, discover WordPress, um, which was you know needless to say was so much easier. Um, after I kind of copied in all my uh, blog posts into into WordPress, it was just it was a breeze to just you know start writing new posts, not having to style each page and everything like that. So it was it was way better that way, and I, I kind of was hooked since then. Um, you know, when I was in college, I, I had an, uh, a degree in accounting. Uh, that's what I was going to, to school for, and I um, uh, just kept up with the website uh, stuff over time. I, I taught myself PHP and. Uh, you know all the HTML and CSS and stuff I just kept up with over the years, and um, you know just it was one of those things I, I enjoyed. It was more of a hobby at the time, um, and then eventually I, I started to not enjoy the finance uh, type work that I was doing quite as much, and I uh, decided to make a transition to do the things that I, I did enjoy. Uh, you know, in terms of you know website development and, and things like that. So 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 tell me a little bit about your business. So uh, so what, what do you do? Yeah, uh, I develop plugins now. Um, I'm currently selling five uh, commercial plugins that uh, include uh, WP CRM system, uh, conditional checkout fields, full screen background images, uh, WP 1099, and uh, the latest one that I have is uh, Privacy WP. Um, so I have those five, and right now I think I have like 16 uh uh, free plugins on the WordPress.org uh, repository. So, um, so yeah, I've been I've been uh, you know developing plugins for for several years now. Um, when I when I started developing plugins, they were kind of mostly uh, you know scratching my own itch type things, and so um, yeah, that, that's kind of where I got started. Uh, you know, building the plugins, just trying to extend WordPress to to do something that I wanted it to do. But eventually, I started building things that that were more. Um, uh, you know, not so self-centered, if you will. You know, it was more towards uh, you know a, a broader audience than um, than than what what I initially started uh, developing for. That's awesome. And so, how did you how do you kind of build or, or come up with ideas? Because you're saying kind of you were building things for yourself, right? Solving your own problems. And how did you start branching off to solving other people's problems? Yeah. So I so I started um, I started taking the the plugins that I built for myself. And realized that I, I was building them in a very uh, rigid manner in terms of like it, like I needed it to do this one particular thing, and so that's what I built it to do. It wasn't very flexible in terms of, um, 
you know, extending it for other uh, possibilities. And so um, I, what I did is I, I, I modified them just a bit so that they were a little bit more flexible. And then I just, I put them out there, uh, you know, I built a site for them and, uh, you know, just let them start selling. And I, I wasn't doing any heavy marketing on them or, or anything because um, at the time I was also doing client work, building websites and stuff like that. Um, and so I didn't do any, um, I, I wasn't really interested in, you know, growing the sales of the products so much because I had enough of my own, uh, my other client work, uh, going on at the time. And so I, uh, as I put those products out there, uh, I started getting a bunch of like feature requests and, and things like that from people who, who stumbled upon it through Google searches or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and so that kind of, kind of taught me a little bit of, uh, you know, getting that feedback was, was kind of important to build a product that people actually would want to use, you know, instead of just, you know, pigeonholing myself into, you know, what does Scott want to use and just building that. Um, and you know, so now I have a broader range of applications that the products could be used for and it, you know, that certainly helps, you know, in terms of sales and, and things like that. Uh, so how do you maintain the your, your plugins that you have? Because you have a lot of free plugins, right? And uh, I, I'd imagine there's a lot of support coming in for that. And and uh, and I, you're you're one person. And I kind of want to get into the mental health side of this. And I, I feel like that plays into it a bit. So how do you manage that? Yeah. So um, I I manage that. Um, it, it, it's it's a it, it is hard to do. And I I think um, I I have. Uh, when I first started, I, I was doing things just totally backwards. It, it wasn't really the best way to to manage any of this stuff. Um, I was I was just using you know a regular text editor. I didn't have any kind of you know developer tools or anything like that. I, I at the time I didn't even use uh, Git for any of the repositories or anything like that. So it was all basically just managed on my locally on my computer. And and so I've I've been uh, I've smarter over the over the over time and uh, you know started you know, managing each of that stuff kind of, uh, you know, separately using GitHub and, uh, you know, managing the, the issues that, that come up, you know, feature requests and things like that, kind of putting it in through there. Um, and, and that's helped me kind of organize my, my workflow and, and my, uh, you know, the stuff that I'm paying attention to. Um, and so I'm not just chasing after stuff that, that comes up, today, uh, you know, a customer has a, a feature request or something, and, I, and then I, I all of a sudden jump on that, and I, I drop everything else that I'm doing, and I, I chase that uh, one particular thing. I, I, I can have a more structured and organized list of things that um, that I like to work on, and then, you know, kind of pick those off and prioritize them appropriately. Um, mm-hmm. So that's helped me out a lot, um, you know, kind of uh, organi- the organization uh, of the, the work that I'm doing has, has really helped uh, with all that. And and have you found that you've been able to connect with your your audience or your your users at WordCamps? Uh, uh, yeah, the, uh, funny funny you actually mentioned that. I, I met uh, some people that that use some of my plugins uh, just this past weekend at WordCamp Denver. Uh, you know, just in casual conversation, they said, "Oh yeah, you know, I didn't realize that you were the developer behind that, but I, I use that plugin and and whatnot." So, and every once in a while, I'll I'll, I'll run into people like that and. It's cool to like put a face to a name. You know, you see yeah. the, the, the transaction come through, and it's just a, a name. It's just somebody that you've never met before, and uh, it, it's cool to finally put a face to the name. And it's, oh yeah, this is a real person behind this. This is not uh, you know just a transaction that's come through and stuff. Yeah, totally. If, and and if, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was curious. So the, the 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 your free plugins and 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 those people kind of coming to you. Does that ever lead to freelance business? 
Um, on occasion, it has, uh, you know, where they, you know, the plugin will get to, you know, 80 or 90 percent of what they want it to do, and and then uh, uh, they're they're just looking for that one one extra little thing that they they want uh, the plugin to do. And on occasion, I'll, I'll do stuff like that, but it's not a huge part of of my business. Um, I try not to do too much on the the custom side. Um, the the thought being is if there's something that uh, that people are asking for, then um, you know maybe there's there's a, a market for that that type yeah. of thing, and and. You know, if I can include it as a feature in the plugin, you know that already exists, then uh, you know then that that's great. Um, or if it could be a you know add-on or an, uh, you know an upsell perhaps to to the plugin, um, you know that that's another way uh, about you know doing that type, type so of like stuff. So like the too. the premium route with freemium premium route. Yeah, exactly. So um, you know, for example, the uh, WPCRM system, um, I, I've kind of heavily gone the, the the freemium route where the the core plugin is is completely free it's on wordpress.org and then there's add-ons for it so if you want to you know connect it to third-party services or things like that you can you can do that but a lot of that stuff came through um the, those types of requests like you're talking about interesting yeah and uh so so you were at wordcamp denver right and uh what 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 was bring what brought you there uh well i applied to speak um i like uh getting in front of uh you know, an audience and, and speaking and, and things like that. So I applied to speak and and, and was accepted, and um, uh, so that that's that was one of the big draws. But I, I like to um, so I'm in the, the Phoenix area, and I've been slowly trying to work my way out of the that little bubble of our our little uh, WordPress community, and not, not work myself out of it, but you know, to expand out into other areas. And so. Um, you know, Denver was kind of like that next stepping stone, and uh, um, you know, so I, I wanted to get out there. And, and the kind of reason for me to to go to a lot of these events and travel to to some of these places is um, I get to meet people that I otherwise probably wouldn't get a chance to meet. You know, if they're if they're not going to come, uh, you know, down to the Phoenix area, then then it, it would be hard for me to to get in front of these people and, and to meet them and stuff. And and I like to kind of just grow the uh, you know my own uh, you know, network of, of people that I that I know and, and things like that, just by kind of getting out of my my own little bubble. Um, you know, I work from home, so it's it, it's it's hard to um, hard to get in, in front of people all the time. Uh, you know, when I don't have an office to go to, or I don't have uh, you know other coworkers that I am constantly around. So it's nice to get around and meet new people, um, and that that also helps. You know, when you uh, have someone come to you with a specific request for for something that maybe isn't in my uh, toolkit, it's not something that I'm really great at. But I've met, you know, maybe last weekend I met someone at, uh, at the WordCamp who um, is an expert at whatever this this uh, particular thing might be. I'm, it's it's a nice way to refer business out to other people as well. Um, you know, when you get to know these people. Yeah, definitely. And how did you get started speaking? Like, what what was your first talk on, and, and what brought you to actually have the courage to do that? Yeah. So my first um, WordPress related uh, speaking event was was actually it wasn't even a WordCamp. Uh, it was at uh, Pressnomics last year. Um, I had I had just started going to WordCamps the the year before, uh, like in 2016, I think. Um, so so relatively kind of new to the WordCamp uh, scene. Um, and when I, I, I saw a call for lightning talks at, at Pressnomics, I figured, you know, why not? I'll, I'll just apply and, you know, submit an idea. And if it gets accepted, great. In worst case scenario, it doesn't. And, you know, it, 
not a big deal but but it was kind of a local event you know in our area it's uh it was about a half hour drive from from my house to to get to the event so i figured you know why not give it a shot and, and just apply um but you know af- after speaking there uh, it did my talk did get accepted and uh after speaking there um I was approached by a ton of people who I probably wouldn't have spoken to otherwise. Not not that I, you know, uh, not that I wouldn't have uh, enjoyed a conversation with these people, but they they were the ones who approached me. Like they came up to me after after I was done uh, talking to you know just strike up conversation and, and things like that. Uh, and it kind of made me realize that that getting up on on a stage in front of a group of people of uh, you know however many people that that might be in the room, um, it it kind of gives the audience a, a little uh, insight into who I am and, and, and things like that. And it makes it so much easier for them to, to approach me and, and start, you know, start a conversation with me about, you know, whatever, maybe it's a topic that, that I was talking about or, uh, you know, some other, you know, kind of related topic or whatever. But um, it's, it's really nice. Uh, it's a nice way I, I feel like to, to get out and, and actually meet new people. Yeah, yeah, and and what what uh what advice do you have? Well, actually, you know, what? let's let's take a commercial break really quick, sure. and I, I I do want to get uh your one tip, your one piece of advice for up and coming speakers. So we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more. Press this in just a moment. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. All right, and welcome back to the Press This Community Podcast. I'm joined with Scott DeLuzio. Uh, and and uh, just before the break, we were talking a bit about WordCamps and how he got started in uh, speaking at WordCamps. Uh, so I, I had a question before the break. Uh, uh, your one piece of advice for up-and-coming speakers, what, what, what would you say? Yeah, so uh, I think... Um what I would tell you know basically to anybody is uh, you know whether you're up or coming and, or not is that everyone has something valuable uh, to say. It doesn't matter if you're you know like a beginner or an advanced developer. Um, if you feel like you have something that you're you're passionate about or that you uh, know even just a little bit about, uh, you don't really have to be an, a, a superstar expert or whatever on on any of this stuff. Just submit your your talk ideas and, and try it out. I, I think I think. Once you get over that initial, uh, you know, 
uh, anticipation or fear or whatever of, of public speaking, uh, you'll find that you, you actually kind of enjoy it, and it's actually a sort of fun thing to do. Um, one of the better talks that I heard recently, a few months ago, was at a, a local meetup uh, from someone who had only been using WordPress for maybe a, a month or two at, at the time, so so pretty new to, to WordPress. Um, but she she told her story of the frustrations that she had with WordPress and and how she got over them and how she reached out to the, the community for for help with whatever it is that that she was uh, struggling with. Um, but to me, you know, someone who has been using WordPress for for several years, it was nice to hear from a beginner's perspective uh, because I oftentimes take for granted what I already know in WordPress, uh, and it's easy to forget that there. Are people who need things explained to them, like uh, like what a widget is, or or the difference between pages and posts and stuff like that. So, so even if you feel like you're you're brand new and you're just a beginner, and oh, I don't have anything uh, useful to say, uh, th that's not true. That that beginner who was only using it for you know, using WordPress for a month or two had something that was extremely valuable to, especially to the people who were more advanced uh, in in that room, and and it was a uh, it was actually a good thing to to, to listen to. Yeah, I actually find that, that, that people who have just learned a topic are often better at speaking on that topic than somebody who's been doing it for years, just because it's sure. more fresh in their mind and they're more excited about the, the idea of overcoming that obstacle, whatever it was. Right. Um, yeah, I feel like that's, that's very good advice. So um, shifting gears a bit, I want to talk a little bit about the product side of freelancing uh, and, and sort of uh, actually just freelancing as a whole uh, because there's a lot of different things that, that you have to solve. Like you mentioned also being your own boss, working from home. Mm -hmm. There's so many different things that play into freelancing that could be obstacles for, for folks. So uh, uh, what was uh, the, let's say, the, the mistakes that you made in the process of shipping your first product or, or taking on your first freelance client? Yeah, so I mean, in, in terms of uh, shipping my first product, um, most of the products that I sold were um, when I when I first started selling products were were built, like I said before, to kind of scratch my own itch, um, and so I was, like I said, uh, I was building the products while still doing the the client work. Um, which which I'm not doing anymore. So, but at the time, I wasn't really concerned with how well or even if the product sold. Um, it, it was just one of those things where I, I had this um, this product, this and and let's see if I can you know make a, a few bucks on it and, and things like that. And if and if so, great. And and you know maybe I'm on to something. And if not, then uh, you know at least I solved my own problem at that at that point. Um, uh, so I didn't really care, uh, you know, about what the customer thought at the time. It was kind of like I, I was the customer, and I was really the, the one who I cared about at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I didn't build them uh, really uh, to satisfy that that a customer's need. Um, and but like I said before, when I first started selling the products, I was getting getting a bunch of feature requests. You know, can I do this or that? Uh, you know, for the different products, and and sometimes I would just scramble to figure out a way to put a feature in. Uh, you know, assuming it would make sense to do so. Um, but that was I I realized you know after uh, after getting more involved in the product space that that's sort of a backwards way to do it. Um, I think having a specific problem in mind uh, that a problem problem or sorry. A specific uh, problem in mind that a product can solve <laughs> is uh, way better uh, than than just kind of putting a product out there and seeing if maybe it can solve the problem uh, that you're not even sure if people really even have. Um, 
so now I try to go to, to WordCamps and meetups and, and other events with an open mind, listening to the struggles that people have, uh, you know, trying to see if I can solve their issues with, with a product or, or whatever. So, um, or even if I can, you know, modify a product that I already have to, to fit their needs or whatever. So, so, so I guess like that's the big thing for you is that you've shifted to being more customer focused than, than yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. And so, so what is your biggest struggle in freelancing, just in general, even today? Is, it, is, there, is there anything that stands out? Yeah, um, I, I think realizing that I just can't do it all is, is one of the, the biggest things that I've, I've had to kind of overcome over the last uh, you know, few years. When I first started, I, I literally was doing everything, um, you know, from, uh, you know, Built, you know, writing the, the sales copy and, uh, you know, then developing the, the products and, you know, all the whole nine yards, I was doing everything. Um, but now I'm, I'm slowly starting to loosen the grips on that a bit and, and outsourcing work that I'm, uh, you know, maybe just not that great at. Um, but I, I think if I, I, if I didn't struggle with that a bit, I wouldn't have realized that I needed the help and, and I might even be worse off than I am right now. Uh, you know, so not that I'm you know, bad off right now, but it, it would be I would be in a worse situation, I think, uh, if I hadn't struggled with that, because I'd still be doing all of the things and and uh, and not allowing myself to just focus on the things that I am good at and yeah. outsourcing those those other things that I uh, need the help on. So, yeah. So uh, so we, I, I want to talk a bit about uh, about your, I mean, you. You have a past as a soldier, and and that's a huge part of, of who you are today, and how you run your business, and how you approach uh, products and freelance. So we're going to talk a bit about that after the break. So uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Sure. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more. Press this in just a moment. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. St. Jude continues to advance by increasing cure rates in childhood cancer. And donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. When it comes to research and advancements, there are some things that only we can do because we have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. All right, and welcome back to the WordPress Press This uh, community podcast. I'm, I'm here with Scott Deluzio, and we're talking a bit about freelancing and building products and running a business on your own. Uh, so you, tell us a bit about, about your, your past as a soldier. That, that, that brings such an interesting perspective to, to the work world. 
Yeah, um, it was actually uh, kind of a topic of my my talk at WordCamp Denver this past week uh, weekend, and um, uh, yeah, so I was in the Connecticut Army National Guard as an infantry soldier for about six years um, uh, a while back, um, and um, we did did a tour of duty to Afghanistan, and um, you know, in in that time, I, I've uh, you know, there's a lot of lessons, kind of kind of life lessons that you learn as you go through, you know, some of the, the hard things that, that you do and, um, you know, in the, in the military. And so I feel like that has kind of shaped, uh, you know, who I am now and, and how I approach, uh, different problems and, and how I deal with stress, uh, and how I, um, uh, you know, overcome obstacles and, you know, other, uh, you know, barriers and things like that. So um, I, I definitely feel like that has been has had a positive impact on my uh, my career now, uh, and and you know my life in general. You know, going forward, uh, it's just really been able to help. So you are your own boss, and and that plays a lot into the mental health side of things. Like you have to kind of uh, be that feedback loop, and and uh, and I'm sure it can get fatiguing and uh and how do you step away and how do you how do you still step away while they're not being a boss to run your business yeah so i i you know sort of force myself to take time off i don't um i i get into the office you know usually around the same time every morning uh and i i make it a point to leave the office at at the same time at night uh you know, no matter kind of what point i'm at with you know whatever project i'm working on or whatever i'll i'll, I'll cut out and I'll, I'll go eat dinner with my family. I'll go spend time with my kids and, and my wife and, and stuff and, and, you know, get to just release some of the, the, the tension that I might've had throughout the day and, and realize that whatever problem it, I was working on at, at that point when I, I stepped away, it's still going to be there in the morning and it's not, it's not going to necessarily get any better by, by working and you know, burning the midnight oil and, and working all night at it either. Um, you know, so it's not to say that I'm, I'm quitting on the problem necessarily, but I'm, uh, I think I'm, I'm better off by, by approaching it with a, f- a fresh set of eyes. Um, and a lot of times, um, I'll be working on something, you know, all afternoon and, and I'm just struggling on it and I, I just can't figure out, you know, how to, you know, there's some function that's just not working the way it's supposed to, and I can't figure it out. And then I finally, I step away from it and I come back the next morning and I figure it out in the, ne- the first like 10 or 15 minutes because I'm, I'm, I'm fresh and I'm coming back into it with, mm-hmm. um, with a, a clear mind in, in that point. So, um, I, I think one of the, the best pieces of, of, of advice that I could give to people is, you know, in terms of, you know, um, you know, mental health and things like that is to, um, sort of step away, uh, and, and, get some rest, uh, you know, clear your mind, do some exercise or whatever to, to, you know, focus on something else, uh, you know, for, for a little bit. And then when you come back, your mind is just that much more fresh and you're, you're that much more productive. So Mm -hmm. I feel like even though I don't work, uh, you know, crazy hours and I don't work all the way through the night, uh, I still am able to get more accomplished because I'm, I'm much more efficient when I am working. Uh, so it, it's not that, that crazy, you know, work schedule where, where I'm working to two or three in the morning and then, you know, mm-hmm. hopping back in at, you know, eight in the morning, you know, or, or whatever, um, you know, and then working the whole rest of the day. I, I, I think, you know, just f- sticking to that fixed schedule uh, and, and um, you know, really helps out. 
Yeah, and I feel like there's two different kinds of burnout too. There's that burning the midnight oil and and knowing when to stop, and then there's that long term burnout that that you kind of don't notice as easily because oh, yeah. you kind of yeah. So I, I I actually I listened to your talk uh, from LoopConf in 2018, and I. I, I you, you, so I, I was listening to your talk from from Loop Comp, and you kind of talked a little bit about like how that. Or actually, it was. It seemed a lot of, of the focus you were saying is that that being able to identify your burnout and uh, and and knowing when that 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 threshold has been broken or when you're nearing that threshold. How do, how do you do that? Um, yeah, that's that's something that I you know obviously I didn't always have a great grasp on, um, and uh, you know I, I got to a point where where I, I hit that tipping point, and I I I just I, I got too overwhelmed with you know everything that was going on at the time and and, and whatever so um and, and i think that that helped me i think i was in a uh you know uh, a good enough space in my my life that i was able to kind of work through those, those issues and and um uh you know kind of have that self-realization of, of what was going on and everything and and it really helped me um you know in in the future to realize that um you know, some of the stuff that, that we do is, is just not that important. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't need you to go, you know, uh, you know, a hundred miles an hour all the time at, at all this stuff, you know, you know, for hours on end and for days on end for weeks and months on end. Um, you know, like we don't need to, to do that to ourselves. Like we, we need to take care of our, ourselves first um, because if we don't take care of ourselves, we're pretty much useless to the rest of our team or to our customers or whatever. So, um, it, you know, it, it kind of helped me realize all of that. Um, you know, and and um, you know, it was it was one of those things that I, I think if I if I hadn't had that that experience, then maybe I would be in a different mindset right now uh, and not realize what I was even doing to myself by by working crazy hours or whatever. And I I, I would have probably been in a worse off situation now. So. Um, you know, in a, in a way, it, it kind of helped me, uh, you know, kind of move past that. Yeah, and I think the thing that resonated with, with, with the the uh, in what you said earlier uh, that might help in, in identifying that long term uh, uh, burnout is is just having a routine or a schedule or some kind of of a uh, uh, break point to just do some exercise or do something to get your your mind off of the, the current problems at hand. Yeah, and I think that's that's extremely valuable uh, uh, advice. Well, well, thank you, Scott, for for talking with us today. Uh, I, 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 wh where's the best place that we can keep uh, keep in uh, keep up with your products? Anyway. Yeah, so um, scottdeluzio.com is a great place to to see. Uh, uh, I have information on all the products that I, I sell there. Um, and uh, if you want to, you know, get in touch with me, I'm I'm pretty active on Twitter at uh, scottdeluzio. Um, and and uh, you know I'm I'm always happy to reach out and connect with people and and uh, you know help out if I can or you know just to chat and say say hi you know yeah and I noticed your your WordCamp talks were also up there right uh, yes yeah, so I have um, I have a page on, on my website um, uh, you know about me or whatever and I have I have links to you know any of the talks that that uh, are available some of, some of them were recorded some of them weren't so I don't have. Uh, obviously all of them but um, you know anything that's been recorded I try to link to so uh, if you want to check those out you can check them out on my website alright well thanks again and uh, right. thank you for listening to the Press This WordPress Community Podcast on Webmaster Radio again be sure to subscribe on iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio or download the uh, latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm uh, again I'm your host Anthony Bruchel, uh, thank you for listening
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.